Choices. It's Mila and it's Eriquita. Okay, Espanol. Si me habla. And we have a lot of shit to do. Me hablo. So we, I'm actually filling Erica's eyelashes, and we're recording at the same time. Mm-hmm. Literally laying on my bed with the mic. If you saw our setup, it is so janky. We have a Bloomingdale's box <laughs> on the bed holding up the mic and the computer. Then we have a styrofoam thing that our microphone, came our, in. our new microphone came in holding up the phone with a dreidel <laughs> and a tea tree oil suppository for your vagina holding, holding up. the phone up inside of the styrofoam case. And then Mila's behind me. About to fill her lashes because she's about to leave for three weeks. I'm kind of having separation anxiety. I'm kind of sad. I know. <laughs> I'm like, wait, how long? Wait, I'm not ready. I know. Um. Anyway, we've been recording a lot of episodes this week because she's going out of town. So we've been doing like back to back. And we also had to get her <laughs> lashes filled before she left. So here we are. Topicless. Haven't packed one thing. It is, what time is it? Five? It's 528. It's 5:28. I'm trying to go see my boo before I before I leave tomorrow, so I got to pack in like 5 seconds. And then we're trying to go out. And then we're going to go out. <laughs> I can't be out late. No, I'm not going to be out late either. Like I got to be home by like I got to be at the airport at 6:15 in the morning. Why don't you sleep at his house? Because I'm taking Flor and Irene. Oh, I thought they were coming at a different time. No, they're coming with me. Okay, well, yeah. <sighs> You'll be sleeping on that plane. I'm, I, I'll be passed out. Um. <clears throat> anyways. Anyway, what's up? What have you been up to today? Um, I went to the mall to fix my phone screen because I seem to have a be cursed in phones, and it never, ever, ever, ever stays uncracked. But instead, I went shopping and got an in in share massage at the mall. Is that the one, wait, the one that you like straddled the chair thing? Yeah. Those are low-key good, though. It was low-key good. She was getting in there, and I was like pretty happy. I feel like because I'm small, people try not to like get my knots out, and she was getting that shit out. Nice. What'd you do today? Um, I had to get my nails done, then I went to get my hair, me and Irie's hair done, and all that. T- then I had to brush Irie's hair in the morning, which was a fucking nightmare. I need to blow dry your hair, huh? I blow dried my hair in the morning too. I woke up early, blow dried it, then gave her a bath, which was nightmare five hundred thousand. Um, I literally, I gave her candy in the bathtub because I just gave up. So she, why she was she was complaining? She was just crying. She was crying. She didn't want to brush her hair. Blah 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 blah. I was like, if you stop crying, I'll give you candy. And then she didn't stop crying. And then I just was like, I'm just gonna give you candy. <laughs> How about now? <laughs> I'm just gonna give you candy. Just cause. Um, so that's what I did and we got through it. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I've done today, but it took all day. Um yeah. Oops. Um uh, you might hear a lot of things crickling and crackling. We got someone messaged us and was like, um, I'm listening to Haters Gonna Hate episode, whatever. And you guys really need to not be eating when you're podcasting. First of all, that was when I Right, first of all, you're late. <laughs> Okay, we fixed it. Okay, that was one time. Listen to a different episode, or go get you some chips. That was when Irie was munching her life away. I know. Um, somebody else was like, "You really need to get a microphone." I was like, "We did." Okay, how am I, how am I gonna get all offended? <laughs> like we're not trying to do a, a functioning podcast, and our sound sucks sometimes. Sorry, but we got this classy microphone. It's my computer. It's not the mics. It's it's literally. If you want to donate to our computer fund, <laughs> go fund me. We need a new computer. <laughs> no, just cash at me, bitch. A fun go and fund say, and say I'm sick. Of, I'm sick of your shit. Cash at me and or dosh. <laughs> I was I was so this last a few weeks ago. I was um, my friend Felicia, our our friend Felicia. She was a previous guest on our show. Um, she was like posting all this stuff about this app where it's a referral program like if you join you get 15 if you join you get automatically five dollars and then everyone else you get to join 
um, you get $15 for each person. This bitch Wrecked was the fuck up. She made $3,000 in one day. She has fa- fans that love her. She has a devoted fan base. If you, if any of you guys are Felicia's fans, like I need you to ride for, at, us. for us that hard. You guys rode. Because three, th- I mean, she's also pregnant. So, you know, you got that. You got that. You're like, oh, she's pregnant. Let me help her out real quick. Yeah. I think she would have done that either. Way. I would have used that all of it. Like a baby got a baby. I got a baby. Mm-mm-mm. Baby needs some food. You're good. Okay. Yeah, because you know what? I waited a day to do it. First of all, I don't have nearly as many friends. I waited a day to do it in my ass. It was it changed to five dollar referral fee. Yeah, it was that. like only for two days. It was that way. I made two hundred and eighty dollars. That's a lot. I know, but I haven't been able to cash out because the whole thing is in order to cash out, you have to use you have to like buy something from one of their partners. Like, well, bitch, you better go to Chevron. I know, I know. It's actually like it's actually a cool app. Like, I need to, when I get back in town, or even I can probably use it out there in Miami. Oh, yeah, because it changes according to your location. Yeah. We just did a full commercial for Dosh, bitch. <laughs> Somebody needs to reach out to People them are really going to think I was getting paid for that. People were messaging me like, are you getting paid? Is this a scam? I'm like, no, bitch. I'm just trying to make some money. <laughs> no, actually, I'm not getting paid. I'm actually, getting, I, I am I, getting paid. I'm actually just trying to make $300 for New Year's specifically. <laughs> right? Because that's how much tequila I can consume. <sighs> yeah. $300 worth. Seriously, I woke up on New Year's feeling. Were you hungover? Yeah, I really like reeked of tequila. And I'm sure you did because I talked to you, <laughs> and I didn't remember. Um, anyway, you guys, today specifically on January 16th, it is what is it again? National Nothing Day. National Nothing Day. So it was perfect because we didn't really have shit to talk about anyway. And then I looked up in that fake ass calendar and it's fucking National Nothing Day any fucking way. <laughs> so welcome to National Nothing Day episode 40 fucking 2. 3? 43. 43. 43. Um, so we're just chatting. We're just chilling. Whenever Jamila does my lashes, we just talk shit. And I mean, we talk shit on the pod, but... We don't, I mean, I guess we just always are talking shit. <laughs> We're just professional shit talkers. That's why we started our podcast. Um, no, but, okay, well, I'll talk about something. <laughs> what you gotta talk about? Me and my girlfriend decided that, um... We're not hanging out at enough places where the men we want hang out. A.K.A. Very rich men. <laughs> So we decided in 2019, instead of spending, eating out all the time, because I don't know about you guys, I spent, I'm fat. I mean, not like physically, for real, no offense. I'm very greedy. I eat a fucking lot and I can be hungry like 43,000 times a day. So I'm going to knock, we're not going to eat out all week, but we're going to eat out once a week. And as a compromise, we're going to go to one fancy restaurant where our husbands might be chatting it up because at rich places. So tonight we're going out to eat at a like fancy place. If you live in LA, it's not that fancy. Where I mean, are you going? Katana. Oh. Um. Oh my God, you're gonna see Ashley there. She's gonna be there. Yeah, because she's going to a birthday party tonight there. Oh okay. So yeah. With Rio, you know Rio, right? Oh yeah. Sexy model. Sexy model. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey Rio. Hey Ashley. <laughs> see you tonight, bitches. Um. But that's our thing. So I mean, it's not really all about the husband meeting. It's about networking too, and about you know just like. Okay, so also Jim Carrey before he made it big, he he has a quote that says like, "You can't uh, you can't have a steak appetite and eat hamburgers every day." Mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. like you know part of the manifestation, believing it. And I'm not suggesting everybody spend their McDonald's money going to the steakhouse now, but <laughs> you know what I mean. You start aligning yourself for the things that you want. So that's what we're doing, and maybe you guys can try it too. Tell me if you meet anybody, any fine guys at the bar. Or, um, you know, an investor or any of the things like that. Because I don't know about y'all, but I'm trying to be rich. Like, real rich. Like, yacht, rich, listen to Cardi B in the Amalfi Coast, rich. (laughs) So, um, I just figured those people hang out at classy places, so I might as well start now. No, I think 2019, like, we started off, you know, with that vision board and, you know, starting off what our goals are, and really trying to manifest. So, you know, you're putting it into action. Yep. You got to put that shit into action. I'm trying to do all the things I want to do, um, starting with self-care, getting a mall massage. Getting a mall massage, mm-hmm. drinking your protein powders, yep. <laughs> taking yourself out on dates. Yes. Not waiting on a man to do it. 
and, um, you know, just glowing up this year. The glow up. The glow up is super real. It is. Like, low-key, I feel, like, more confident and beautiful and people might think I'm being cocky and vain, but like I do. No, me I too. feel more confident and beautiful than I, I think ever in my life. And I don't know if it's because I'm just so like I'm really working on my shit. And you know, I don't know. Like I gave birth. And <laughs> that's pretty rec- that's commendable. You know, and I don't know. I just I you know, this podcast really empowers me and you know, work empowers me. I have like awesome friends. And, you know, I don't know. I, I'm working with someone and you're like, I get to work with like one of my best friends all the time and she doesn't like get sick of me yet. Me? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, at least I don't think you do. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm like me, right? No. Um, no, I don't. I know the other day we recorded a podcast here and we just chilled. We recorded and then I left and I had a client and she um, refer- she had someone, another friend there who I did her lashes. They're both mad cool. We ordered pizza. And I was like, damn, I'm so lucky. Like, I get to work with my best friend. I get to like talk shit, then go meet other friends, eat pizza, do lashes. Get paid. Get paid. And I'm like, I'm so like, I'm not in my, like, I can't, I'm, there's places I would more I could be doing better obviously but I'm kind of proud of myself like it's not perfect but I'm like I I'm just happy I've put myself in a situation and situations to be self-sufficient and like deal with people I want to deal with I'm not at like a a job with a bunch of motherfuckers I don't like and like having to bite my tongue because I've been there and I'm so happy that finally in this 30 years of life (coughs) that I'm not and I don't have to do that anymore but I think also, like, speaking on manifestation and also, like, saying, like, I'm proud of myself mm-hmm. and, like, I feel like I look beautiful. I think all those things, like, people feel so, and I know I have too, say, feel strange saying those things. But it's, like, as I get older, I realize how important it is to be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Pump yourself up. Tell yourself you're that bitch. You are bomb. You are fucking beautiful. And say it out loud. Not just in your head. It's you huge. Know? It's huge. Like, because if, I mean, if, you, 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 I, of course it's nice to get validation from other people, but at the end of the day, like, when you're alone and those people are gone, then what? I mean, just like the book we read says, um, the 10, which was the 10 love languages? No, that wasn't it. The book, remember it was like, this amount, like, don't take validation from anyone, good or bad. All that matters is how you feel. This is your world, and as soon as you, the sooner you realize that other people's comments, negative or positive, about you, will not affect you at all because you are making a, your own decisions and your own opinion about yourself, and nothing else matters. And that's true. Um, I was talking to a guy the other night, and he was saying something like he was joking, but he was like, "Bitches ain't shit," and I was like, "Shit, I'm the shit." <laughs> And he was like conceited. I was like, no, not at all. I'm confident. And it kind of turned me off because I was like, oh, you don't, you don't know, you didn't get the memo, nigga. Right. Um, because I, I, I do. I feel really empowered in this this year. I feel like very comfortable with myself. I feel pretty. Like there's not very many things someone can come and disrupt my peace right now, and I feel good about that. Only baby daddy. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> only, ba- only, only them. Ba- only them. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? God damn, that's true. He pissed me off recently. And even that, I, that's a constant a constant battle about not getting bothered by that shit. By money, finances, shit like that. What people aren't doing, but still. Oh, he even tried to insult me and say, like, like what am I doing? And I was like, a lot, actually. And I'm actually very happy. There's very. He tried to, like, reverse psychology. I mean, like, I know you're not in a happy place right now. And I always had to think to myself, like, actually... I'm actually great. <laughs> right. I'm actually very happy and very content. Not content, but happy and on my way places, dude. Right. Um, I think that's a big thing. People, like, especially with women, people try to like make you feel bad about feeling confident and mm-hmm, about vocalizing mm-hmm, being mm-hmm. confident. But shit. Mm-mm. In 2019, mm-mm. none of that. None of that. Be extra. Be more. Be too much. You know, like that I like I posted something yesterday or two days ago about, you know, society always saying like, oh, that's too much. Or you're the too fear much. of not being enough and the fear yeah, of being, being too much. much it's are like the same fear. Exactly. And it's true. It's the same exact thing. 
And it's like, I've sometimes I fear, I do have a fear of, I have fear of both. Yeah. All the time. Me too. It's like, like, how do you, what's what's just right? Am I doing too much? Am I doing too much? Is this too much? Am I wearing, like, you know, like, is this too, you know? And it's like, no, bitch, if that's what you feel, then that's what you do. Yeah, period, the end. No one can tell you I mean, within reason, because sometimes things I feel I probably shouldn't be doing. There are a few things. (laughs) There are a few things. Um, But, you know, have a healthy balance. Balance is key. And, you know, it's, it's hard to keep balance sometimes. I'm not, I'm not always good at it. I'm um, terrible. I think growing up with like a Libra mom, I'm okay at it because she's very balanced. Everything in her life is like... Has to be a certain way. A certain, certain way. It's just like there's never too much or too little of something. And I think that there's some of that in me I've because I've lived in the household with one. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. Even um, last night, we recorded late, but um, I was up like a crackhead, and um, I was looking, I don't know if you guys follow the Hood Healer, <laughs> um, but she she was, like does a lot of cool astrology, so if you don't, you could like check her out and like look up your signs and shit, but um, my, my, for cancer, I'm a cancer, Erica's a Scorpio, that's why we get along so wonderfully, <laughs> um, she was saying like, that first of all I'm super the cancer in me I have like a huge I'm super empathetic to the point where sometimes it hurts I can't like remember something about someone and like literally in the middle of the middle of the day want to cry mm. if it's sad enough or like I don't know I could just put myself in people's shoes emotionally easily mm. and she was like it's a blessing and, ex- and a curse but it's more a blessing and that um you know what you're doing like being vulnerable and um Showing people who you really are can be scary and saying, you know, but you can heal a lot of people that way. And I've obviously immediately thought of the podcast because Lord knows if you've been listening, we tell a lot of business mm-hmm. and sometimes it haunts me at night. I mean, yeah, no, it's true. It's shit. Speaking of which, mm. someone. Mm. <clears throat> <clears throat> Hater. Hey, so we have. I had a hater go um, message my my happy bay about some shit I said on the podcast and try to like sabotage sabotage you. me and him and like get him like upset with me. And that was the moment where I realized, like, damn. Well, I kind of like was like, should I stop sharing things about who I'm dating or just be more mindful i think i've what i learned from that situation is that i absolutely if i'm gonna say something like if i'm gonna say something personal like i'm not taking birth control anymore (laughs) (laughs) and i forgot to tell him i should probably tell him first before i say it on the podcast but i just thought like i always are like we have such a cool ass community of like friends dope ass friends that like you know we don't know like physically but like you guys are all around us that i don't think that there's anyone out there with ill intentions but then i remember there are well you know what it's not our people that have intentions it's it's people who like don't who want to find reasons not to like us Mm -hmm. and then make fake instagram accounts and message our booze right so there's (laughs) always going to be those weirdos but other than that our community is pretty chill yeah but my scorpio horoscope seemed it was really interesting too it was saying that like this year like all my walls are going to come down and in whether love or someone's it's either in love business or like i can't remember the third one but something is going to come in and surprise me in the most beautiful way and um but i have to be open to like i finally dropping down that wall that i've been building and that wall is strong as fuck. Do you feel like you have a wallet? Um, yeah. In business, it, not with you, but you know, and just like, I just don't trust people. And I also, I'm afraid of getting hurt. I feel like, you know, with the guy I'm dating now, like it's been, I'm def- he's definitely helped me like lower the wall. And it's definitely coming down and coming down. And it scares me because I don't want to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and same in business, though. Like, same with what we're doing. Like, what we have is so special. Like, I want to protect it. Mm-hmm. And I want it to be right. And I want whatever situation we enter into to feel good and us to feel right. And I always want me and you to, like, be on the, be on the same, same page. page. And I don't want to have any sort of each true Hollywood story. Yeah, that bitch Jamila. Yeah. We were once best <laughs> we friends. We were once friends. <laughs> Our first million, it got cut. No. 
cut that bitch. Found another mom. <laughs> New mom. Can you imagine? New mom, bad choices. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck friends. Good moms. Um, no, I don't really... I think we're both really loyal people in general. Yeah, that's true. So we don't, may not like each other one day, but we ain't going nowhere. That's true. But yeah, though, that what you sent me from the hood healer was really interesting. I was like, this is very interesting for us. I love horoscopes. I was actually, I was at the hair salon earlier today. I was getting my hair braided and this girl was like, uh, when's your birthday? And I was like, October 25th. She's like, oh, I'm a Scorpio too. Um, and uh, I was like, well, what's your, what's your uh, rising sign? She's like, I don't know. I don't know what that is. So I was like, okay, girl, well, hold on one second. Did you see my get- post today? What is that? Oh yeah, your horoscope. <laughs> I was like, well, let me. Do you know your time of birth? And so I put all, I inputted all her information and in, got all of her info. She, she knew di- what time she was born. She did. So weird. She was a she's a double Scorpio um, with a, a Virgo moon, and it's just so interesting to me because there's so many, there's just so many trends. You just can't deny it. I I I get that like you can't judge everyone off of everything like their sign, but there's just certain shit that is unfucking deniable. In every sign and like how it associates to that person. Like, I just don't really get along with Aquariuses. No, that's not my favorite sign. You know, I'm sorry if you're an Aquarius. Maybe we I'm will. Rarely. I do sometimes. We just but... don't connect well. We yeah. are, our communication is fucking different. Way the... different. Aquariuses are kind of weird, but Carlton is half Aquarius. Yeah, but he's a Pisces. Yeah. He's so sweet. He is sweet. Um, <clears throat> Aquarius is, and even Sagittarius is I'm weary of and then I found out I, my moon is a Sagittarius and I was like oh that's interesting that's, what does that mean you don't like and it apparently either. your moon whatever your moon sign is so guys if you don't know what your natal chart is go to I think it was it cafeastrology.com and all you have to do is put your name in know your time of birth and where you were born and your birth date, obviously. And you just press enter, and then it'll break it all down for you. It'll tell you your moon sign, which is... Um, it'll tell you your sun sign, which is your, your regular horoscope sign. So if you're a Scorpio, that's your sun sign. And then it'll tell you your moon sign, which basically is who you are when you're alone. And then it'll tell you your mercury sign, um, which is your rising sign. And that kind of... Um, also, it tells you how you communicate with people. Because Mercury and is how you the, is appear this, to people, like is, what, what you're out, like what you put out. Yeah, Mercury is like the planet of communication. So, I'm a double Scorpio. So you know, my Sun signs Scorpio, my uh, Mercury signs a Scorpio. So people always think I'm intense, and I don't really think I'm that intense. I just, I don't know what the, I, my definition of intense, I guess, is different than other people. Right. Because even the other day. Happy Bay was like you're you're extreme, and I was like I am. How I don't know. In what way? Like black or white? I guess. I was like I don't know how what that means. I was like I just know what I want and I to vocalize it. Yeah, which is good, right? Like I don't you know think that's extreme. Do. I don't beat around the bush. Right. This is what the <laughs> fuck I want. You don't have to guess. I prefer that. I don't. When people keep me guessing, like cancers. Me? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, like, I'm like, bitch, when did you give the guess? <laughs> um, he doesn't keep me guessing, actually. He's pretty awesome. I think cancer he's really he's actually he's actually pretty straightforward. I can just ask him and he'll just tell me, you know. Yeah. But it's like getting to the question. There's a lot of like conversation to the answer. A lot of like searching mm-hmm. through until we land on mm, the, the answer. answer, yeah. He's like working out in his mind out loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when he thinks, like when you were talking, like he takes lots of pauses. That's good. Yeah, he's being thoughtful. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I think astrology is just really cool. I really, really want to have um, an astrologer on or like someone who does is into, you know, just... All that shit. A specialist, not like our um, fake ghetto asses who we think we, like, we know some stuff. You know, I always wondered, like, this is off topic, not off topic, but like, why why are Christians... We don't have a topic. Why are, like, <laughs> why are, like Christians or religious people so anti-astrology if, like, God made... The planets? Yeah. I don't know. They don't believe in anything, anything guiding your soul fate? and oh. your fate and who you are. 
Well, that's not even, it doesn't even have to do with fate, really, but I get it. I think it's more so, like, guiding your your soul and who you are and, like, I'm not sure. Isn't there something, is there something in the Bible about it? I mean, they'd be saying that, but who knows? I thought I read it. I don't remember that. It's so interesting what people, like, get angry, like, they get upset by. It's like, it's fucking stars, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. Who cares? <laughs> Just look at this. I just feel like it's fun and it's intriguing. And a lot of times that should just be so fucking on point. That natal chart is very, almost scary. It is. Especially when you start digging into like the differences, like the different signs that you are. Because you're not just one. Unless you're like a triple whatever. Triple Scorpio. Triple Even cancer. that's fucking interesting. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I mean, my daughter, she is, Irie is a Taurus. And then her rising is Leo. Oh. And then her moon is a Virgo. All very intense signs. Um, all very, like, stubborn. Mm-hmm. Which explains so much <laughs> in this terrible three phase. <laughs> she likes things her way. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Does she? And it's like there's no talking to her about it, reasoning with her, which I'm going to have to break, like, that's going to, because it's going to be harder for her when she's older. Right. Like, I want her to, like, be have herself. have strong opinions, but I also want her to, you know, be, like, you know. Like water? Yeah. <laughs> like, pliable a little bit, bendable a little bit to, like, see other people's sides and understand why we can't do this right now. Mm-hmm. Why this, we can, just not right at this moment, you know. But also she's three and there's none of that's translating right now. Yeah. Being a mom is hard. Thinking about having to prepare people for adulthood is totally different. And when you're not even that prepared. I feel like I'm just getting adulthood. I'm 31. Yeah. And there will still be times you're like, what the fuck? Like, I'm 31 and I still be like, mom, help. What should I do? On like stupid shit that I should already know. I know. I'm like, what should I do? How do I do this? I know. But you know, I'm lucky that I even have that. Some people don't even have anyone to ask. Yeah. That's true. You know, I don't take it for granted. At least I try not to. (sighs) And then also I try to like, because I, I like to ask opinions of people, but then, like, I, I've, I've found that you can ask opinions. This is with all things, too, like, different things. You can ask a lot of people of opinions about what you should do, what you think. But at the end of the day, you you already know what you want to do. And nine times out of ten, you're going to end up doing that. You just want someone to validate how you already feel. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's that's not necessary. And you should be able to trust your instinct and know. You know what I mean? Obviously, there's we're, we're kids. No, we're not kids, but... You know, it's human nature to ask your your parents for help or advice and you trust their because they have your best interest in mind. But in general, I just find like it's good to find peace with how you feel and trust that instinct too. Yeah, that's true. Although, like I will say, like sometimes when I do ask my mom for advice, um, she has a different perspective that I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about it that way. Mm. You know, so sometimes it's not always about validation. But, but about perspective true i think it's not about validation when i literally don't know what to do (laughs) because i have nothing that i'm married to you know there's nothing that i'm like i hope she says this right right right. but i don't know i think about like all the things that she told me when i was younger don't do this don't do that and like i never listened because i was so rebellious at you know when i got when i turned like 13 it was just over oh my god I mean 13 was the age it was so bad what what happened to me I <laughs> what think happens it's, it's to us hormones it's just like a little bitch yeah you're just like you hate everyone you're a bitch you don't want to go you don't want to hang out with your parents at all you don't want to do anything they anything that they do or say is so fucking annoying and everything is sensitive like you hate them like they don't care about your feelings they don't Mm-mm. understand how you feel about they shit. don't that was the biggest one you don't understand. understand i have to go to city walk tonight it's her 12th birthday party i have to see him i must speak to him about our issues <laughs> This is the love of my life. I hate you. <laughs> what do you mean I cannot go? Oh my god! I just got like teenage angst all over again. Um, thinking I, about I'll it. never forget one time. 
One time my mom, it must have been a few times, one time my mom slapped the shit out of me on New Year's Eve <laughs> because I didn't want to go to a New Year's Eve party. I was like, I, know, I don't want to go. And, you know, at that point, I think I was like 12, 13. And, you know, she's like, you're coming. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. And it was like give back and forth, back and forth. And I was like, I'm not going. And then she just slapped the fuck out of me. <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. And I like lunged at her out of just like pure reaction. And I was like, oh, shit. I guess I got to go. <laughs> and then another time. Did you go? Yeah, I went. And I just sat like a little bitch on, on the couch the whole time. Didn't talk to anyone. You're such a bitch. I know. Um, and then I remember someone teepeed my mom's, teepeed our house in high school. That was, like, a thing for a while, like, kids going around and teeping different kids' mm-hmm. house. Because um, I don't know about your high school, but, like, there was a book with everyone's addresses and phone numbers in oh it that was distributed to everyone. And like, then one person had a car. Four right. people. So someone teepied my mom's car, and she got mad at me. <laughs> like, it was my fault. And so she was like, you need to go outside and clean my car. So I'm cleaning her car and she's just yelling at me the whole time. And I'm just getting more and more and more mad until I get to the point where I just sprayed the fuck out of her with the hose. No, you didn't. (laughs) No, you didn't. Now that I would have beat your fucking ass. If you would have fucking sprayed me, bitch. If Luna ever thinks she should spray me. Can you imagine? Uh, she, we were, she was chasing me around the car. Oh, oh my, my God. God. It was like, it was so ridiculous. I know she probably called a friend after that. She like, called my dad. Bitch. She called my dad. Whenever it got bad, she called my dad because she know she knew I was scared of him. You were? Oh, yeah. I was totally scared of my dad because he wasn't ever around. He was just like this big black guy that like would come in and be like, don't do that. And I'd be like, oh, fuck. Did and he ever spank you? He did like one time and scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> Because, you know, he he's comes from that era the where south. You, you, go get the south. switch. Yeah. Go get the switch. Go get anything. Go get the belt. Did his kids now get spanking, do you think? I doubt mm, it. No. Mm, maybe Carrie, the first one. I was going to say maybe the little boy because he's wild. I would, no, Carrie because that was really his first child that he ever actually raised. Right, right. And so he had no point of reference. Right. He's probably just resor- resorting back to his childhood. Um. But yeah, he called. She called my dad, and I remember my dad talking to me, and him, he was like trying to be serious, and then he just started laughing on the he, phone. Yeah, he said you did what when you. He, he was like, "So you, Erica, you can't be spraying your mom <laughs> in the house." <laughs> and I was like, "I know, Dad," but she was, ta- was like, talking. She was, too she much was shit. yelling at me. I didn't have anything to do with this teeping shit. Oh my god! Like I don't understand why I'm in trouble for what someone else did. Um, but yeah, I think about those teenagers with our kids. Like, oh my god. Yeah, I'm mortified of. Teenage years. It's actually my biggest fear. Mostly because as a child, as a teenager, I specifically remember my dad looking at me and saying, oh, I can't wait till you have a baby Mm -hmm. and you get this shit back. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I will never be a horrible parent like you two. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, oh no, I don't know shit. I know. So, oh my God. I'm like, will we be podcasting in 10 years? Oh, I don't know. Hopefully not. I don't know. Oh, God. Can you imagine, like, <laughs> this bitch? Going back and looking at the stories. Yeah. Um, I was bad as fuck. I snuck boys into my room. Me too. I had bold. I snuck boys in my room when my parents were home. Me too. But, my, but granted. And taking mine, my mom's room was where Ivy's room was. No. They didn't, weren't far. No. My room, okay, my parents are retarded and they literally gave me the room that had a door to the house and also a door to the front. But there was two entryways. My room and the front door. <laughs> and they weren't. My, Sounds like your own apartment. Yeah. <laughs> and like they weren't close to my room. I mean, I got caught twice and I was on my fucking ass beat. I was a Christian once. Did I tell you guys a story about when I was a Christian? Uh, no. I don't think I've heard that one. <laughs> when I was 13, we got really into church, and we got really into the youth group at the junior high we are going to. We started going to church. Keep in mind, Danielle's dad is full-blown Jew, and it was forbidden. <laughs> but we found God. We found Jesus. And um, we were going to youth group, like, every Wednesday. We went to... Oh, I told you this story. Remember we went to the church camp, and they started speaking in tongues, and we started freaking out? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at that time, that second time I snuck that boy in, I got caught. And I just knew it was because I had turned myself over to God and he wasn't having it. And that's why I got caught. And I remember my dad was like, going to beat me. And I was like on my knees praying. 
Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so sorry, God. I'm so sorry. That was a bad idea. <laughs> I think he, like, beat me with a bell, and I was also praying simultaneously at the same time. Like, I'm sorry. That's the last time I got on my knees and prayed, I think. You got on your knees many other times after that. <laughs> <laughs> not for that. Not, not for Jesus. Not for Jesus. Maybe Jesus. No. No, I, yeah. Like, I would sneak boys through my friend. So, the, the, I lost my virginity to my, my mom's house growing up, where I grew up, was connected to an all boys high school. Literally, oh. my backyard Wait, is their parking lot. Crespi is connected to, oh, because yeah, it is right the there. Back, the, their right. parking lot is my back, is connected to my backyard. So, I would like, you know, walk around the neighborhood. I'd see all these boys and stuff. I One day I was walking to the Ralphs around the corner. I was walking back. I saw this fine ass boy with, with cornrows sitting on, like, sitting out front, like, taking mine. Like we said, we grew up in the valley. You don't really see a lot of, like, fine dudes with cornrows. I'm like, who is this man? Right. You don't look like you're from here. He did. He was. He lived in Northridge. <laughs> um, what up, Kyle? Uh, he's a now born again Christian. Kyle is? <laughs> yes. My, my, the guy who took my virginity. Um, and... Did he get light eyes? Kind of. Yeah. Did you know him? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> he was light-skinned. He was older, though. He was probably, like, three years older than you. Because he was a year older than me. Oh, okay. Um, and so... Wait, what year did you graduate high school? Uh, 2015... 2005 or 06? Oh, five. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't know why I knew you were older than me, but I thought we were, we graduated the same year. Okay, whatever. Keep you graduated in 06, right? Yeah, 06. Um... So, yeah, like, I would sneak him at, so, like, it would be, like, around 1 a.m. He'd get a taxi to my house. Oh, my God. And then I would sneak him through my front window. Take him on, I had an alarm, but during the day, like, my, they you always, were, for, they always dis- forgot to set it. You would disarm so, it? So, right, I would disarm it right before everyone went to bed. So and then- and then I'd sneak him through the front window. I'd crack my window. No, you know what I would do? I would crack my window just above the sensor. Oh, so, so then, then it wouldn't when- beep when I pull, pulled it up. And I'd sneak him in. We'd watch. We'd watch Midnight Love, <laughs> and like music videos after dark on BET. Yes, I used to love that. Shit. And we'd have so much sex. And your mom never caught never you. Never caught me ever. Oh my god, you're Did lucky. Did it does 20, 30 times. Really? Yeah. Then and then I got really bold, and I would have like boys sneak over and jumped over jump over the fence during the day. One day, the neighbors next door was an old lady, and she, she told, told my mom, she's like. There was a really nice young man. I saw him jumping over the fence. Um, not sure if there was something wrong or he was looking for something. Oh my god. Um, of course denied it. Like, you don't trust me. That was that my favorite. old lady can't see shit. That was my favorite line. You, you don't, don't trust me. Like, bitch, you don't deserve trust. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you've been fucking Oh! Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. So we have a new setup guys um it's not- we're no longer lashing uh the beauty of editing podcast is that our my computer died in the middle of it and we're trying to be seamless here but we're not but now we're no longer lashing we're just sitting in my bed it's actually like kind of like it over here i kind of like it too we could do this sometimes yeah we could or we could do our after dark editions in here yeah like last we could, we could put this side right here <laughs> we should switch it up oh for our youtube um but yeah, just thinking about all the, the fuck shit I did, like having sex like in rooms with other people because there's, you know, you're a teenager and there's no other place to have sex. So everyone's having sex in the same room or in closets. I've had sex in dressing rooms. I've had sex in the movie theater. I've had sex on my front lawn in many a cars in the backseat. Um, I've had sex in like bedrooms with multiple people, but oh, not yeah. like threesome style. Like no, we're in our own the, world. Yeah. Me and Danielle. <laughs> I think I, I don't know why I don't give her a code name. I would just put an like hard business out there. <laughs> Me and her got a cheap ass hotel on Ventura and Coldwater. It's called like the court. <laughs> I think I've seen that. Because you can, can get it confused with the courtyard, but it's like the yard court or something. And we just paid $50 each couple and their beds were literally facing each other and we we're fucking in the same room and it was disgusting. <laughs> oh. Wait, we're oh, still recording, oh, wait, you guys. Wait, can we get? Can you give us? Can you give us a couple of minutes? Wait, wait. Can you go that way? <laughs> go that way. Just wait, go around like that the way. mic drop. Jesus. Um, All right. Well, that conversation's over. Um, but anyway, thinking about my little boo boo, one day being a teenager. Are you gonna be a good teenager? Are you gonna be nice to mommy. You are. You promise. Are you gonna be a good teenager? Say I promise. I promise. You say it too, I promise. 
I promise. Pinky promise. Pinky promise. Pinky promise? Pinky promise. Okay, okay, this is evidence, you guys. So when we go back and you're 13, 14, 15, and 16. And we play this episode back. Remember that you promised. Why did you put our chocolate there? What chocolate? Oh. That one. Oh, the That's a dreidel and there's no chocolate in it. Let's yes, there is. Look, that is No, no, no. Don't touch anything. That's chocolate. Okay, okay. Shh. If you guys want to stay in here, be quiet. <laughs> Um, I'm getting out of here. You getting out of here? All yeah. Right. All right. Because you're being bad. Oh. You guys are being bad. We're not bad. We're not bad. Yes, you We're are. great. We're great. No, you're bad. <laughs> no, no, don't teach Irene bad That's things. not nice. You're That's not nice. bad. You're really bad. You're really bad. Get out. <laughs> oh, we're good. You know what's bad is that makeup. Okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> Get, hey, chocolate. don't touch anything over there. Girlfriend. Let's go, girlfriend. Ooh. Bye. <laughs> Close the door on your way out. All right, girlfriend, you ready All to right. start again? Girlfriend. Luna's really into girlfriends. Yeah, I hear that. When I we that. pretend play, she's like, okay, I'm, you're my friend. Okay, hey, come on, girlfriend. <laughs> I'm like, when have I ever said that? <laughs> Everything's girlfriend right now, but whatever. Oh, oh, okay, man. so is, is there any advice you'd give your younger self now that you're <clears> 31? Speaking of advice, I mean, we can do that, but also we have a question. Oh, okay, well, since, yeah, <laughs> this would be the time. My phone, oh my God, is going to die. We oh. still have not listened to that man's 26-minute <laughs> video. He's going to kill us. I'm going to listen to it. Oh, I know. I know. We're um, really going to listen, dude. And we're going to listen tonight. Um... Advice I would give my younger self while Erica is looking for that advice question is, uh, yeah, value my pussy. It's not for everyone, even if it seems like it could feel good. I feel like my mom, I didn't get talked about. Like, sex was not a common conversation in my household, and so I went in blind, and when I discovered my vagina, it was just a wrap. I just hit the floor running. Like, luckily I had a boyfriend. I had two boyfriends in high school, but, like, 16, 17 in college was just a sex blur. <laughs> I was just fucking. And I would tell myself to refrain and not do all, not do so much, chill out a bit. Why do you think you were doing that? You know... Still trying to figure it out. Is it just the hormonal? I mean, I, I think I, I think it was partially hormonal. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm like, is it attention? Was it like lack of something? Do you think you were actually enjoying sex at that age? Sometimes. Like how you enjoy it now? I don't know if it's how I enjoy it now because obviously I, you're not as confident and comfortable in sex when you're a kid. I mean, or you're a teenager, but actually, no, I wasn't. Like, I can. It was for. It was mostly for like the guy's satisfaction. I yeah, like to to like. To make him like you? I mean, sometimes, no. I mean, in college, there was times I could give a fuck. I don't even have, you don't have to call me. I don't even care. Um, I don't know. That's why I'm like, I want to get hypnotized and figure out if something's wrong with me. <clears throat> I think advice I'd say to my younger self is that, too. I think I was definitely, I was sexually promiscuous at a very young age. I lost my virginity really young. How old? Uh, I just turned, was I 13? 13 or 14? 13. Yeah, 13. 13. I think I was 13. Too. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, Valentine's Day 13. <clears throat> How do you remember? Because I'm crazy. Because um, it was Valentine's Day. Right. Um, and he gave me purple starburst in an envelope. And you gave him some pussy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, even exchange. <laughs> <laughs> I think the purple one is um, limited edition. It was. I don't even think it's around I've anymore. I've never it's, seen it was that. Bomb. It was so bomb. It was so good. So good. I still look for it till this day. I don't see it often. Um, I think I would say that. I think I would say also list, try to like, I know it's impossible, but if I could, I would say try to listen to your mom more because although my mom, her delivery, I think wasn't the best, she was right about a lot of things and it could have prevented a lot of hurt heartache. and heartache, even in adulthood. I'm still learning that. I think I'm more conscious of it now. Um, like but, what specifically for certain friends mm. she was weary of and, and she was right she was right men she was weary of 
just decisions that I made in my life, you know, leaving school. I mean, everything happens for a reason. I wouldn't be here at this moment had I not done so rebellious and done the things I wanted to do. But there's definitely some things I could have done without. Right. You know, Um, I think also not, not, oh my God, they're so loud. (laughs) I think also like, I think growing up in a mostly white place and with mostly white kids, always constantly feeling like insecure about like my looks and yeah. I didn't feel like I was as pretty as the next girl. I wish I could go back to myself, to my younger self and be like, you're the, you're the shit. Yeah. And just wait until you're 31, bitch. Everybody's going to want to look just like you. <laughs> fucking wait. And right. you don't even got to wait until you're 31, bitch, because you were that bitch at 25 and 21 and you're that bitch now. now. Right. Everybody wants your hair. You see that booty you have at age 12? You're going <laughs> to pay for that, that later. Right. Literally. Like, I didn't, like, want this Madonna booty. is going to be paying for that ass. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I didn't want that booty. I just, my legs were too thick. All the things that are popular now, I was so insecure about. And I wish I could just like hold, hug my younger self and be like, you're beautiful. Stop comparing yourself to all these like underdeveloped, skinny girls. They're not you. Right. You're not, and you're not them, you know? Um, Anyway, that's what I would say. Yeah, I think, I think that's true. I think um, growing up in schools and in an area that you don't see a lot of people look like you. And in addition to not seeing people look like you in the media and on magazines, it's, it's, it does, it does in some way, shape, form or fashion, like hinder your self-confidence. Even now as an adult, I find myself like certain things and I'm like, Oh my God, am I still a kid? Am I still that person that like, in that is that insecurity? Like, do I still have this thing, you know, like, I, I, I don't know. LA is a funny place. And so it's just like, oh, maybe she's not into black girls. Maybe it's not their thing, you know? But um, I definitely would like the, 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 the pride in my, my body and like just, it's so much unnecessary fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I could have literally done without like 90% of it. Um, just not equating physical interactions with, with my worth, with love, with fun. Because a lot of times you're right, I wasn't even really satisfied. So I don't know. Um, recognizing like the, the the relationship I saw my parents in, I mean, I knew then it wasn't normal and it wasn't healthy. But like, really, maybe seeing more examples of um, like healthy marriages may have been beneficial. Mm-hmm. Not that you can help who you, you can't fucking, help. You yeah, can't help that. that. Um, yeah, confidence. Telling niggas to shut the fuck up. Who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> you know, just like that confidence you get when you turn 30 when like no one can really tell you shit. Right. Is um it's a whole it's on a whole different level. But like I just saw my friend my friend Mira this other day. I'm like, she was we were talking about college and like how fucking fun it was. And I was like, I wish we could go back and do it, but with the knowledge we have now. Right. Because boy was I dumb. And then I was like, well, maybe if we were that like if we were if I was a person I am now, I probably wouldn't have done half the shit, but I probably wouldn't have had as much fun either. Right. No, that's true. Everything happens how it's supposed to happen. You know, I wouldn't I don't know if I would I think you kind of have to go dark in order to see the light. Sometimes. Sure. So all that fucking you did, now you're like, you know, I had to do that to know that maybe I shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Um, so here's our question. Oh, you found it. <clears throat> Hurry up, because we need to plug my phone back in. Okay. So uh, this is anonymous. So I broke up with my baby daddy about a year and a half ago. We've been together for 11 years, and honestly, I thought this was the man I was going to spend the rest of my life with, but I just don't feel supported at all. And I also feel like I take care of every freaking thing in the home or anything concerning our seven-year-old son. I feel you. The last few years, it just felt like I had two kids. And plus, he wouldn't have sex with me anymore, and communication was horrible. And also, he cheated on me, and I haven't been able to get over it. Thing is, we still live together for financial reasons, but we occasionally have sex. Since we broke up, I've hooked up with two other people, nothing serious at all, and, I mean, he's in the house, so it's convenient. Thing is, today, while using his iPad, I found out he's taking... He's talking to someone and actually admitted to her that he was feeling her, and all of a sudden, I'm feeling a way about it. Is it normal that I'm second-guessing myself? I find myself wanting to be nicer to him, but I don't want to get back together. But I guess I'm just having a hard time with dealing with the fact that 11 years of my life is just done, like, officially. 
How do I get past it? Thanks for reading, and I absolutely love you. Love, love, love you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Love you, too. <clears throat> girl. Mm. Have I been there before? Ooh, girl. I, I, I'm there kind of right... Not now, but, like... I've definitely been there. I feel like I'm just coming out of that phase where, like, my jealousy, even though I don't want to be with that person, then makes me want to be nice to him to keep him close. It's ego. Because I don't want you to move on. Girl, that is all ego. You know you don't want that man. You know he doesn't do what you need and want him to do in a partner. You've made that decision, and that's why you have been on dates. And the fact that... He's seeing someone else and you're aware of it is just eating away at your ego and you're resenting him mm-hmm. because you You've spent, spent so, much so time. long. Yeah. But in fact, you know what I've learned? Because I've spent a lot of years wasting with a fuck boy myself and you're resenting yourself. You're not resenting him. That ego and all that, that's 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 your those are residual feelings, how you feel about yourself, because you're mad that you chose to do shit. Like that, I, even I'm just learning that right now in my 30 years is that sometimes I'd be like, oh, I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that. But it, you know what I know in this? You wanted to do that. That's why you chose to do it. Mm-hmm. Everything up till now that's happened, I, I've chosen <laughs> to do it. So I need to take responsibility for it. Because um, at any point, baby or no baby, you could have been like, I deserve better. But the problem is, is that we don't know we deserve better and we don't recognize it. And we're, we're, we're attached to comfort more than we are what we deserve. And um, I think also it's really hard when you're living with the person. I, you know, I know you said you guys are living together for financial reasons. Um, the moment you can move, you have to. Because it's really hard. I don't, I don't know if I could coexist with my partner of 11 years. We share a son. And try to like efficiently move on. No, you can't because he's in your face that you wake up. He's there. And I don't know. You, I don't you didn't include this in there. You like, don't have privacy. Like, did she say they're not having sex? She said they've had sex a few times because it's convenient and they're there. And then and that there. and then that cloud shit. Too. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and, and I'm not judging. I've done it because you're right there. It's living. I think if you have to if you have to live with each other, then you need to have strict boundaries and maybe just don't even try to start dating anyone until you guys are not living together because it's just like well that's not really fair because he's not going to not do that but why but, but why i mean not but, but he doesn't she doesn't have to do what he does no but i mean date if, but, if somebody comes up don't be like oh i can't right now i'm no, living with my baby no. daddy i mean i I don't know. I mean, it's hard. I feel like I don't really know how to answer this question in the right way because, because we she it's hard. I don't even know if we've conquered that. And I don't know if there's any rule book that can really say at any point, whether you live together or not, that you won't feel jealousy. You won't feel like, damn, that's mine. That's human fucking nature. That's first baby mama nature. Right. I mean, like, <laughs> me and my baby daddy haven't been living together for over a year and a half, you know? A year and maybe a, year, a little, almost a year and a half. And I'm still unraveling myself from that. You know, I'm still trying to unravel my ego I have no desire to be with him but the moment I ever hear like oh I saw blah 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 out with the blah blah I'm like what who what uh uh no what she look like you know what I mean and I have to like I have to keep like going back to myself and be like no you don't even want that why are you doing that and the fucked up part is listen to us because I've been I've told myself that and then I'm I get in the position where I'm laid up with the nigga and Upon entering, I'm like, ugh, what the fuck am I doing? This is, you know what, that's the thing with age, too. There's just a time, like, when you're younger years, you could just fuck and brush it under the carpet. You're not as in tune with your body and your wants. But when you become, when you start hitting certain ages, and you, you can't fuck for the fuck of it as much anymore. Because your body, you're like your vagina is talking to your brain, like, bitch, what are you doing? Right. So even if you think you want him right now, just know that like who he is isn't going to turn you on when it gets down to it. You could win him back. You could be nice to him extra because your ego is telling you to be better than this mystery, this mystery bitch. But the, the, the matter of the fact is you don't want him and you have to constantly remind yourself that he's not the person I want to be with. I have to remind myself that right now, not living with my baby's daddy, not being with him for not living with him for the last two years it's just like human nature i was almost i almost asked you why'd you even look through the phone but girl if i get the phone for five minutes i don't give a shit about this guy but i'm looking just because i'm curious Mm -hmm. and then i'll be like who's this Mm -hmm. i'm crazy 
It's it's like my human nature to, to dig. You don't look through his phone anymore, especially if you don't want to feel triggered. I mean, I don't. I, I I learned early on that I didn't like the way that shit made me feel, and so I never really did it. Because you, when you go looking, you find you absolutely will find, and, and honest, I always know that, and that that already makes me mad. So I don't need to actually find it. I'm and, already and, mad. And honestly, <laughs> honestly, reacting makes him feel validated Mm -hmm, that you still mm -hmm. want him and there is still a chance and there is still hope and if there's not let it go you just gotta let it go and it it really requires conversations with yourself like why are you mad why why do you care are you mad no you're not are you jealous no what does she look like who cares right none of that matters like you like just keep in mind what you deserve and what you need because that's what i keep thinking like who is it that i really want to be with not this guy Mm-hmm. You've shown me who you are, and that's not who I want. It mm-hmm. isn't aligned with who I'm becoming, so kick rocks. I think that all of those things are true, but I think that living in the same space as someone, it's I feel like it's fucking impossible. Like to really how do you like how do you move on? I don't know. Like I think your main focus right now should really be figuring out how, how the fuck you're going to move out or he's going to move out. Even if that means being in an uncomfortable situation for a second. Because let me tell you, girl, until he moved out and even when he moved out, I was still di- double dipping in that shit. It took a long... I knew for a long time that we were over and it took a long time and a lot of excuses, financial excuses about why he, he couldn't move. Even though in, in, in reality, he wasn't really contributing that much. I was mostly doing it by myself. I was the mom of two kids. Um, maybe I would get half the rent, but like everything else would fall on my lap. Food, utilities, blah, blah, blah. And the second that I released those financial like excuses... I mean, granted, I I had a hell of a experience. I had roommates I didn't like. I had Airbnbs that peed outside of my house, sleepwalking. <laughs> I, I had a lot of weird shit, but it gave me peace of mind that I don't need this. It was invaluable. It was invaluable. Like it, it, you could do bad all by yourself, and God delivers. He will like if you're not if you're a swimmer you're not a sinker shit will fall into place even if it takes a couple trial and errors girl the truth is shit will work itself out even if you're temporarily uncomfortable that's life mm-hmm. you're not a failure because of it your kid is fed and happy you will be good just stop making excuses and I mean obviously plan as much as possible but if him being there is making you absolutely miserable. You gotta get. You gotta move on. Yeah, you have to. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta that, that, to, that needs to be your focus right now. <clears throat> so that's our advice. We hope it helped. Seriously. <laughs> um, we're wrapping this up because yeah. I got a pack for three weeks. She's a pack for a three week trip. We're trying to go out tonight. Uh, yeah, I'm go to, to be, dinner. I'm supposed to be somewhere in one hour. She hasn't packed a single clothing. <laughs> we still need to smoke this blunt. We have to. Dr- I have to drop off Luna. Get dressed. I don't even. I don't know. I don't know what's about to happen, but... Uh, well, you don't have to be there till later. I haven't tried to be there early because I want to have yeah. dinner with him. I want to go to... I'm going to dinner, too, but not at your time. Okay. Yeah, you're going to another dinner. You're going to your, your fancy 15 dinner. 15 minutes later. Fancy dinner. Yeah, 15 minutes after you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got to get on it. We got to go. Because you know Katana don't play. That's true. The reservations. They kicked us out two weeks ago. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. Okay. <laughs> Yet you're going back again. <laughs> <laughs> I love... They have bomb-ass crab legs. Um... We sound super bougie. <laughs> anyway, this episode was sponsored by Mila's Mobile Spa. <laughs> we come to you. Lashes, facials, waxing, microblading, Los Angeles area. Or if you want to flew me out. Wait, what did she say? She got flewed out. If you want to flew me out, I'll come if too. You, <laughs> if you want to flew me out. If you want to flew me out. Period. Period. Flew me out. Mila's Mobile Spa. Mila's, Mila's Mobile Spa. <laughs> And, and Instagram is Mila's underscore mobile spa. M-I-L-A-H-S mobile spa. Um, she just did my lashes, so we should, we'll do a little post on uh, Good Moms showing, showing my lashes. But you can see all of Jamila's work on Mila's mobile spa. Instagram. And if you want to follow me personally, that's cool too, because um, Good Moms officially has more followers than me. <laughs> I, I've had it my whole life. <laughs> no, like in eight years, and it's still fucking. Uh, well, obviously, that means we're growing, so I'm cool with that. <laughs> um, Mila underscore Mapo. 
M A P P O. Oh, oh, you're, oh, you're, oh, you're, okay. Support another one too. Okay. My personal page? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. You can follow me at Watch Erica. But most importantly, at Good Moms underscore, underscore Bad, bad Choices. choices. <laughs> and we now started our finally our YouTube channel, and we'll have three videos as of today. There, and so these YouTube channels are lives, and so literally you see from the very beginning of us setting it up to ending it, and There's sometimes no we do edit the podcast because the kids just are crazy. There's no cuts in the in the live, so you'll get all of the cr- annoying all the realness, shit. yeah, all the annoying shit. Um, but anyway, uh, have a wonderful week. We have a special guest next week for Super Bowl. Yes, it's gonna be really do. good. So tune in. Yeah. Uh, bye. Peace out.